you're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm very excited this week. I'm actually interviewing my own daughter, Caitlin, who happens to be a small business owner as well, but she's a new business owner. She's only been in business for a couple of months, and I'm going to bring her on to tell you all about what it's like emotionally to be a new business owner. And hopefully we can answer some questions about mindset and things that you need right up front to help you stay the course as you start to hit the ground running. So Katie, thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for having me. So tell everyone who you are and who you serve. Well, hello. My name is Caitlin Lanham, the owner of Art Bard Candles, and I serve other candle lovers as well as spiritual enthusiasts with my new candle line. Awesome. So how long have you been in business? Uh, I've been in business since about September. So just a couple of months. Just a couple of months. And what was the first thing that you decided to create with your business? I actually decided to create my number one selling candle, the warm and cozy candle, which is a candle with French vanilla accents with cinnamon and nutmeg. And that one took off right away and became a bestseller. But I want to back off a little and talk about all of the emotions about starting a business because you were calling me. Oh, just about every other day. And everybody listening knows I am a a business consultant, business coach. So uh, my own daughter, of course, has the benefit of her mom doing that as part of uh, her job. So you were calling me continually. Tell everyone what your emotional state was as you were starting to formulate this into a plan and launch a business. Well, first, there was a lot of excitement. I was excited to finally be able to contribute not only to my household, but to my life in a way that I enjoy. But there is this overwhelming fear and the feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be good enough to do this. And so with me calling you just about every day, it's kind of like pushing down that fear of I'm not good enough to I'll have a plan. I know that in the beginning, you were definitely comparing yourself to everybody on Etsy and talking about all the other people who make candles. What did it take for you to finally decide that your candles could be different in the marketplace? Actually, what made me decide was a coffee line that I did with you, the Relax a Latte line, which was using your coffee grounds in my candles. And when I saw immediate gratification with the feedback, I realized, okay, this is something I can do. People actually like my product. That is true. So we did do kind of a collaboration where the Art Bard Candles started making candles and wax melts with our coffee, Combo Red Coffee Roaster Coffee, and you mixed up different scents and we did do a latte bundle. And people did start buying them immediately. 
So that definitely would have helped. But what else made you feel like you could step out? Because you didn't just work with us on that. You did some other scents that were unique to you, like the warm and cozy or um, the, you know, vanilla rosette. Definitely my passion. If I didn't have my passion driving behind me, I would have quit within the first month. If I didn't like doing what I did. Yeah, it was really scary trying to mix up business and creativity because I'm a very emotional person. I'm not very strategic. I don't think like that. So it's trying to find something to push me ahead and keep me going in the parts that I'm uncomfortable with. And it was definitely being able to create new scents and create the different candles and play with different jars. And it, as I created my company, it's what kept me grounded almost. So let's talk about some of the highs and lows of getting a lot of orders. And then you having about two weeks there where you didn't get any orders and us having to have this conversation about the buy cycle and how often people reorder candles and wax melts. What did it, you know, do, how did you feel? And what was your mindset like when you got a rush of orders in the beginning and then all of a sudden you went a couple of weeks without orders? Um, the rush was very exhilarating. The adrenaline was very nice. Like, Hey, I can do this. This feels like it will last forever. When in reality, I'm small. It won't last forever. It won't. And coming to terms with that, when I came to almost a plateau, I was scared. (laughs) I was scared. Like, what if this isn't actually working out? I couldn't trust myself and I couldn't trust the buying process because I had such a high front. I was so successful off the bat that I didn't prepare myself for the mindset of this will pause sometimes. Right. And, you know, it's interesting that when we talk about starting a business and you get that newness, that newness wore off for you very quickly, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it did. Um, After I believe my first couple orders, uh, the newness, especially around the local area wore off like, okay, yeah, she's the candle maker. Cool. And it's trying to fight that newness with quality to get people to come back, but you're so new, people won't trust you yet. They take interest. So it's kind of like you were new. They were, they were giving you a try, but you didn't have any loyalty yet. Exactly. And it's that lack of loyalty that kind of put this almost uncertainty into my heart. Like, is this really what it's going to be? So let's also talk for a minute about you trying different things Um, so that you were putting yourself into your candle. So you had talked about wanting to do a luxury line and some of these other things, but not wanting to spend a whole lot of money up front. So you built a customer base. And in the end, you actually ended up doing one particular thing that was all you, and you ended up selling a whole bunch of them. Talk about that process. The candle yours is actually one of my favorite candles I've made because it's to me, the perfect candle. So I'm very spiritual. And with that, I wanted to combine the four elements into a manifestation candle so that when you light the wooden wick, you can really combine the spiritual properties of the elements and use it. And I put sunflowers in there to really make it extra strong on the luck area. And so 
with that, I introduced it as, you know, my personal manifestation candle called yours because it's yours. You just got to get it. And immediately the response was blowing up and I was so happy. And my first, actually, my first order online was 15 different yours candles. And that was exhilarating because we were talking about how I was thinking of giving up my e-commerce store and just going to Etsy. And this was a sign that, no, I'm on the right path. People will buy from me. Right. Well, and here's the thing. That was the first candle where you followed through on something you wanted to do on an idea because you had been thinking about maybe giving up a little bit. Um, because you did have that lull in orders. And really, you kind of doubled down and poured yourself into a particular thing. And if you remember, I told you, you had to do something for 90 days straight, that you weren't allowed to just give up, you know, in the first day or week or month. And you had to post online that you had to tell people about your things for 90 days. And it didn't even take that long once you really dedicated yourself to putting it out there. I will say the 90 day thing is frustrating. I, you know, I am a very different generation from you and I will admit that first front. And we tend to get first come first, first serve response, like immediate gratification. So having to really put myself in an element where I'm not getting immediate dopamine, that rush is very strange and almost frustrating to be like, no, you have to trust the process because you've got to trust it. There's nothing else you can do right now. You can't change that. And it's going from a mindset of this is not enough to I can change what I can really helps with that. I can change the fact that I can post every day instead of waiting. I can change the fact that I can come out with a new line instead of waiting. And it's that kind of mindset shift that I believe will really bring success. Right. And, you know, you were forced also to sit down with a plan and to sit down and do your numbers. And I forced you also to look at the things that maybe were a little uncomfortable, like your vendor's license and filing sales taxes and all of those things. Why don't you talk a little bit about what was your resistance to formalizing even when you had only sold two candles? My resistance was the need to follow through. It's that commitment of, it's one thing to sell a candle and be like, okay, like this is cash going in my back pocket. It's another completely different circumstance when it's like, no, I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I will do the things I need to do to stay that way. Commitment is hard for me. I am scared of failure. And so, I don't follow through on a lot of things that I should have. And I've self-sabotaged many things that were good for me throughout because I was scared of that failure. And I'm sure there are a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this who have been in the exact same boat where if it doesn't happen right away, we question as to whether or not it's a good idea. We compare ourselves all the time to other business owners, maybe doing a similar thing. We wonder whether or not it's the right thing for us. We wonder whether or not we should pack it all in. And then also that fear of failure is huge. That is just tremendous 
And it is something that, you know, we don't, none of us really want. And as humans, you know, we are relationship beings. We are pack animals, so to speak. We like to be in our groups. We like to be liked. We like not to be rejected. And that goes back to years of evolution that if you were kicked out of the group years and years and years ago, you know, you may not survive. That's not how it is anymore, but our evolutionary biology just hasn't really changed. There are several great books to read on that, by the way, and I can link some of them in the show notes. But the fact is that you have stayed the course and you've stuck out the 90 days. And what has that really taught you now? It honestly taught me to trust myself more than anything. As I said before, I would constantly self-sabotage myself because I was scared of failure and it was it's almost more peaceful to just stop for me than to have the possibility of success and failure. And so for me, it taught me that I do have something worthwhile to give that people will buy. I do have something worthwhile that people are interested in that I'm also interested in, especially the manifestation line to team up with like-minded people and be like, this is what I have. This is what I can give. And them being like, yeah, I love it is strange. It's almost ethereal in a way to be like, I can finally trust myself to keep moving forward and to not hurt myself anymore. Right. And that happened really quickly. 90 days is not that long of a time period. It feels like it when you have to get up day after day and you make that pose or you talk to that person. And, you know, you've done some other great things, like done some wholesale where you've sold some things in wholesale and stuff. And, you know, you've had the the benefit, I think it's a benefit of some guidance um, from somebody who can sit down with you and walk you through those things so you don't make some of those critical mistakes, you know, in the legal realm or maybe with some strategy things. But in everything, you have had to be the one to show up and do the work. Nobody else has been able to do that work for you. No, no one can run the business except for me. I mean, you don't even know how to make candles. I can't just be like, okay, mom, I don't feel like working today. Will you make my candles? Right. I can't. You, you don't know how to work them. You don't know what passion, the amount of oil to wax ratio I use, the temperature. Right. That's all something I have to do. And yeah, it, it can be frustrating to be like, okay, I don't want to get up and I don't want to make this freaking candle today, but I got to because it's what I love to do. And I want to continue doing what I love to do, even on these hard days. Right. That's amazing. So I want to just finish with one other thing, and that is having a plan moving forward. So you did the first candle and you called it a line. What is your plan now moving forward for this fourth quarter, the next 90 days? What are we doing through the end of the year and into January of 2022? Well, I came out with a new scent called Sugar Cookie for the holidays. And I think I'm going to really push that because I chose it not only because it's a little bit of a generic holiday scent, but because it has special meaning to myself. I remember us with the Cookie Monster cookie press making sugar cookies for Santa. I remember when my dad and I would, you know, throw flour in each other's faces, making sugar cookie at his house when we were there for Christmas. I want to invoke those memories and I want to embrace that mood. And so sugar cookies this year to me feels the most wholesome and best way to 
step into almost these seasonal scents. It's going to be my first seasonal scent. And I'd like to start making a scent for each season. So that has kind of led you to your next step, which is going to, um, you know, be part of your strategy moving forward. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Katie, if people want to order some candles or look at your scents or learn more about what you do with the manifestation piece of it and the people that you work with, where can they find you? Well, I have a website, artbardcandles.com, bard as in B-A-R-D, like the medieval times. And I am also on Facebook and Instagram with the Art Bard Candles as well. Awesome. So we'll put those links down inside the show notes. I want to thank you for coming on and being really real about all of the things that have happened, you know, with the starting of this business. And I know that you also had a little bit of uh, family tragedy during the first few months of business. And I'm just, if I'm going to be real here, um, you know, your father passed and that was like in your second month and you had to take a few weeks off. But you owning your own business also allowed you and gave you the space to be able to grieve when you needed to and to work when you needed to. I will say that losing my father made me stronger in my business because of many things. And I don't want other people to go to these through these tragedies to get these revolutions. So I'd rather just state them now. You got to follow your heart's desire. Like with the sugar cookie. Yeah, it was my dad passing that made me choose it because it makes me happy. It was my dad passing that made me decide I got to do this because I promised him I would. This was my one of my last promises to him. My dad passing gave me the strength to, even though I'm grieving, find happiness in business so that I could make him proud in heaven where he is. My dad passed and gave me strength and revelation that I want no one else to have to go through that for. Right. Yeah. And so this is just kind of coming out the other side. And, um, you know, I think that it's an amazing tribute to him, your scent that you're doing, but also just that you have been able to keep going through your business and you have continued to push forward even through these things and, you know, never never underestimating how hard it is to start a business and keeping going, even when it really got difficult. So again, you know, I'm just going to publicly say it to all of my listeners. I'm very proud of you. I think you are doing an amazing job. So you're about to make me cry on your podcast. (laughs) Sorry about that. that. So, but thanks again for coming on here. We'll put the links below and I will talk to y'all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.